0: What's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedule Fly, and I'm stoked. I got Johanna York on the phone. I love Johanna. She and I uh, have spoken before a few times. She, she was on the podcast last year. She's up in Syracuse, New York. Uh, she's got two restaurants, Otro Cinco and Alto Cinco. Uh, she's just got a I mean, just a cool story. Hardworking, great person, and, uh, I, you know, Johanna, i I appreciate you taking the time I, I really enjoyed the conversation we had last year I have a lot of respect for you and I've thanks. had you in my well, thoughts so I uh, appreciate you doing this
1: thanks for asking
0: um, well so what's happening in Syracuse I mean it seems to be different story you know I'm talking to people kind of all over the country right now and it's the Difference is pretty significant, depending on where people are, on whether anything's open at all, whether people are doing takeout. You know how much how much the local government is clamping down on whether people can be out. So, what's the story there in Syracuse?
1: So it's pretty um, it's pretty quiet. There's a few places that are open, um, but it seems like most of the activities have kind of come to a halt. Um, I'm sure, as in most places, there's a lot more activity of people in parks and walks doing that kind of stuff, but um, there's only a few places that uh, I see that are still serving takeout. We are not doing that in either location. We're completely shut.
0: You are? Okay. Did you try it for a bit, or did you just decide? We did. Okay. We
1: did, um, and it it was going okay, but... But um, as it became uh, more and more pronounced, the severity of the virus, uh, it just seemed like it, it did the best thing to do for everybody was to just stay home. I, I struggled with that decision, and I had a few hmm. really hardcore employees that wanted v- very much to stay open, um, and it was hard to finally make that cut, but I also um, felt that it was possibly endangering my staff to continue to ask them to work uh, in a in an area that they could not be six feet apart. And also, we didn't have enough um, separation from the customer either. Um, the delivery was going well, but it just seemed like when people were coming in um, to get their food, we had to we had to clip that because it was just not a safe distance and then we were doing it um, from a window which we were lucky to have like an outside window that you could walk up in order but um, it just seemed like the last couple days of it there was a lot of panic and people that I could tell were visibly uncomfortable being at work so we just I made that decision and I don't regret it
0: it's a hard decision Johanna and I, I you know Independent restaurant owners around the country have, I mean, you all have really gotten hit hard and you've had to make very tough decisions with a lot of information changing quickly. Um, Correct. I I don't know how I would have handled that. I have the utmost respect for all of you um, and for the, you know, looking out for the greater good and doing what you did is that's just a, it's a heroic thing, um, to be, to be frank. It really is. And I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people that have done that. Um, wh- how long do you think it will be? Or do you even have a sense? Do y'all have any plans? Yeah. About when you I, may th- I feel
1: like what we're moving towards, um, today is to try to be, open sometime in june um to have our takeout business going again takeout and delivery only i think it will be um sometime before the restaurant itself will be operational again by that i mean the the bar and the sit down dining area i think that's just going to be off the that that's not going to be on the horizon for us for a while I think the most important thing is we just got to get our kitchen um, back in place and start doing our takeout and delivery and see what happens for the next uh, period of time until it's you know the safe distance thing and how we could separate out tables in the dining room and give people the right space so they feel comfortable again which yeah. I, I know it will happen. I don't. I don't think it's never going to happen. I just think it has to be feeling safe for everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing too. It's so nebulous. Like, you know that that's. It's a psychological scar. Mm-hmm. And it it we've we have no template for this. We have no basis for right. this. We have no precedent right. for this. It's it, a it,
1: strange territory for everyone.
0: Everybody feels. Differently because there is no, you know, who knows? Like, is six feet? I mean, I, you right. know, I, I went on a walk this morning. I was like, I, you know, my wife's like, "Are you?" <sighs> you know, did you come across anybody's? Pain? You know, I was like, "Yeah," but I, you know, I'm going a long way away. They're going like, who, who knows though? But like, it's, right, is what right. is, is who six knows, feet? I guess, like, exact, yeah. I mean, like if it were, it would be easy. But so it's so like the, it could the, be. You need to be three times that, or maybe a day. Right. It's, 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 yeah. It's really hard to it's, understand.
1: So I guess the. um well, well, this is what I would say for our protocol is we're going to be having everyone wear a mask. Yeah. We're going to try to protect all of the workers by, by having space. I can't guarantee that it's going to be exactly six feet between each person because, of course, in the kitchen there has to be some – got to cross over – yeah, you, you need things from certain areas that are tight together, but we'll try to have um, a better working distance, and we will, will um, try to be informed on the daily of anything um, additionally that we can do besides regular sanitation practices and every hour hand washing. But we, when we do get operational again, we definitely are going to be uh, less than half the staff. So we'll have a very small crew of people because we only have to man one kitchen. Um, and that that will be um, a challenge to figure that out, but we'll do it. And then I think we'll have some time for the next, um, let's say the interim period before we can be fully operational again. We'll just have time to work together in a smaller uh, group of us and hopefully just keep keep the doors open because I, I, I can understand, I feel why some businesses probably just go under during something like this because it's overwhelming and you just don't know how you're going to get through and then having such a decrease probably um, by because of the distancing laws. And uh, I'm sure we yeah. can have great days and evenings of takeout and delivery but uh, you know our restaurant was built in stages and the rent has grown through those stages and now to have um, just at least to be operational and to have the one kitchen and be able to pump out food I feel is we're lucky that we can do that
0: well, the business went and built as a takeout and delivery, for that's for sure. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what – okay. So a couple of things I want to ask you about. First of all, do you, tell me about rent. I mean, are, are you able to – are your landlord – I mean,
1: how does that work? Uh, great. My landlord has uh, been great. He's uh, just been vocal to say we're in this together and not to feel any pressure. So I'm not Good. really sweating that.
0: Okay. Good. He's a
1: really good guy. Yeah, he's a he's a really great guy. Um, so I feel like um, I, both of my landlords are just—it's not even an issue. They I've been a long-term, I think, good tenant, so there's no—they um, know this is going to take time, and I also feel like there's just a general feeling of just support for whatever we can do to help get everybody back in business. That's what the neighborhoods want. We all want to see people open, Um, but we need to do that responsibly. And I feel the worst thing we could do is rush into this and then end up with some second wave or, you know, at this point, I don't know of any of my staff that have this. So that's a relief. Um, And I'd like to keep it that way more importantly than anything money or any any of that you can't put a price on that um so that's just been the number one goal i don't want people to get it i don't want to give it to anybody i don't want to put the idea of making money somehow first i mean we need to we need to get our staff back to work and they need to be healthy so i'm not in a rush to uh you know determine i mean i think that's going to come maybe state by state but it's not like this is over everyone's sick of it but it's still around you know
0: no oh, for sure no i mean hopefully a lot of the measures we're taking are uh helping significantly um and, but it, you know, we don't know. We, there's so much we just don't know. We're just right. making we just educated don't know. guesses right yeah. now. Well, let me ask you did you go through the PPP uh, loan yes, process? Yes, I did. Tell me I about did. that. Who's your bank?
1: Yes. Okay, so I use um, my local bank, it's called Adirondack Bank.
0: Adirondack and, Bank, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And I went through them and I actually um, just signed all my documents yesterday. Okay. So I got approved Congrats. for the loans. Yeah, so I'm very, there's a lot of relief that comes with that. And there certainly is a lot of questions also that come with it because all of a sudden there's this huge, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's going to be a significant deposit um, into the business account to then take the next step is to pay my employees that have been furloughed and pay you know, get, get up to date with my rent and my utilities. The biggest question that, uh, has a, has been on my mind was how to get caught up with my vendors. So that was, uh, something that the loan doesn't cover. So yes, like 75%
0: get, has to be payroll,
1: right? Correct. And then the other 25 is rent. But how do you, if you
0: start, how does that work though? Cause if you get it, I don't know, whatever, let's just say you got it tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, you got eight weeks, right? So if you... That's correct. ...pay eight weeks and then...
1: Mm-hmm. Th- right. Then, you, when, then what happens we, when you... Re- <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess the... Um, I guess the part would be... Um, once you get those funds, you have only eight weeks to distribute them as of today. That's, that's the law. I believe that the law was put in effect to prevent people from putting their staff on unemployment, and it didn't happen fast enough. So what I think the program was supposed to do was create this whirl of all of a sudden you're gonna get funding so you don't have to lay anybody off, and they thought it was gonna blow over. I, I think the government thought that this was going to be mitigated in a few weeks months and it's not so now if we do um start shelling out this money and we're not open i guess tentatively these people are going to come off of unemployment but then when we i would hope in eight weeks that we would be operational and most of these people would want to come back to work it's another question whether or not i would need them to come back to work because the level of our business could be much less, and if the social, social excuse me social distancing stays in effect, then it will be a harder impact on certain businesses. You know, namely, you know, restaurants. Yep. And um, I don't know how we'll manage that, but. Long term, I don't know, but like in the sh- in the interim, we'll be able to at least you know get the takeout
0: and delivery going. Well, I think, well not I think I know I have seen a lot of push for this legislation to change where that eight weeks is extended to twelve weeks. And, I hope so. Yeah, Gosh, it's I hope so. Yeah. There's that plus the push to have the Clock not start until you open again. Right. Um, I don't know how that's right. determined if your people are open for just takeout versus I don't know, but I mean, there. Have you heard of this uh, IND- IRC Independent Restaurant Coalition that's been formed? No. Check it out. I'll send you the. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, it's uh, okay, well. Cool. I'll tell you. It's uh, uh, um, saverestaurants.com. dot com. Oh. Okay. And Tom Colicchio you know, is, a, is one yeah. of the people that kind of got behind that early. There's a few of these celebrity chefs that are behind it, but they, they've they got a, you can go sign a petition and, and like they have it set up so that when you,
1: Oh, cool.
0: you put in your, like your name and your uh, zip code and then it says, uh-huh. boom, here's your congressman, here are your two senators. If you put your okay. name here, we'll add oh, you to the sure. list. And it's like, i don't know just as a few days ago they already had they had like twenty five thousand signatures a few days ago i'm sure that's increasing a lot to extend um, that law yeah so go to that site and they'll tell you all the exact things that they're pushing oh cool they have an executive director now some lady in charleston south carolina but she's she's been a lobbyist she's been in dc she knows the uh political landscape Uh, her name escapes me but uh, i know she's in charleston south carolina and uh I think okay. they're doing a really good job so far. So it was really neat to see that because independent restaurants are so fragmented, you know, and uh, there's no – I mean, the National Restaurant Association is doing a good job, but their interests have typically lied in helping you know the big chains who have a lot of um, – well, you just they have a lot of uh, equity or credit, if you will, with the NRA – uh, the National Restaurant Association and independent restaurants what? are just, you know, it's a different what story. All? So. That's crazy? Johanna. Yeah. Oh, I thought I lost you for a second.
1: Yeah, sorry. Wait, the NRA has a connection with the National Restaurant Association?
0: No, no. I mean, I say so. The National Restaurant Association. Is also the quote NRA, but when you say NRA, obviously everybody oh. thinks of the National okay. Rifle Association. Yeah, that's why I always clarify. I say NRA, okay. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, no, 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 that's the so the National Restaurant Association. But um, so, well, yeah, so check that out. And anybody listening, check that out. There's um, they're they're very okay. focused on ind- you know IRC Independent Restaurant Coalition. They're very focused on what independent restaurants need. I think it's Primarily for restaurants that have like maybe fewer than 500 employees, or I believe I remember seeing something like that. But, um, okay, Got so it. yeah, so definitely check that out. Throw your name on there, get your team to do that too. Send them out a note on Schedule Fly, you know, tell them to go jump Good. on there okay. and, Great
1: idea. Yeah.
0: yeah, tell them to sign it and tell them to pass the word. I mean, that thing will just keep growing. And y'all need a voice and you need a strong voice and you need these folks to understand the difference between, you know, what a large chain with thousands of locations needs versus what somebody with two locations in Syracuse needs. Cause what you need is very similar to somebody with two locations in Boulder, Colorado, you know, and yeah. St. Augustine, Florida. I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar. And um, so I think they're doing a good job of advocating for that.
1: Yeah. I think um, the, the thing that's crucial about the restaurant industry is when we reopen, we we need to fill our coolers and all, all of our kitchens have to come back to life with food and ingredients. Expensive. And that's expensive. <laughs> Very, yeah. Yeah.
0: Many thousands of dollars per location for sure. So it's a big that's a big risk. Do you have you thought about going in and um, and. Paring down your menu, simplifying your menu, yes. simplifying yes. your ingredients? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. everybody seems to be doing yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Um, looking forward to doing that. Um, and I'm working on that on the daily.
0: As bad as this sucks and as hard as this is, what are some... Are there any silver linings or any positive yes. things that are coming out of this?
1: Yes. Yes, I think there are. I think that we're going to be able to get back in business. um, It'll take a little time, but we'll get there. And I think when that happens, we're all going to be very uh, mindful of waste. And I hope that the people who return to work are going to be there because they really want to work. Yeah. And I am looking forward to having a menu that's more manageable. And I feel like, um, the more mindful everyone gets around waste, which is something I'd really like to promote more in both of our restaurants' culture. It was just the, I think we were going at a rate that was unsustainable, and it mm. bothered me on the daily, and I just, I'd, I would, I never knew how to take it all back. It's just, it's like too many things get out of control control you know 10 years 15 years 20 years 25 years you almost don't know how to back it up yeah um and you start with one thing and usually it starts like every first of the year i'll start with one mission of like we got to stop wasting so much paper we got to stop wasting so much uh time with people that don't really want to work mm. um we try to cut costs in certain ways every year by taking a look and comparing certain vendors um we switched a lot of our to-go containers since the last time I spoke to you to all plant-based containers which is incredibly expensive but the right thing to do and you know within the whole I guess the microcosm of the restaurant world there's just so many things to focus on every day and maybe this interruption and everything um, for everybody it's just giving you a clearer look on hey what do I really need to use to get the business that you know I need or want to do every day and then taking a step back and looking at where you get those things how many of them you get and deciding um, some kind of fair market price, that's the work that I want to focus more on. And maybe through this, it's given us uh, a, a, f- a few people a, good, a really good look at that and how we can manage it better. Because I think we can all do better yeah. um, and make better choices of how we run our businesses and the effects that it has on our local economy, and in, in and even in the bigger sense.
0: Love it. Totally agree. Uh, it does present a lot of those opportunities, and it's good that you're focused on those and, and trying to capture those while you can, because this is a time to do it. And, um, you know, I think that the consumer – well, I'm actually – let me ask you this. Are you hearing mm-hmm. from a lot of your customers saying, oh, my gosh, we are really – uh cooped up and we cannot wait to come back
1: (laughs) well um i think there's a little bit of that going around on social media but i physically go to the restaurant almost every day and i put some notes up on the on the window and you know i look for people in the neighborhood i just ride my bike around and you know there's just indicators i feel i feel things i i know i miss so many people and i hope they miss us and i think we'll we'll get it going again we're going to get it going again it's just going to take a little while
0: well i think people one thing i i'm hearing and this is just through talking to friends and family people the consumer is reconsidering who he or she does business with, I think, right now, because we have time to think about that. And so, in some weird way, this could, you know, long term could be a, a good thing for well run, thoughtful, intentional local businesses like yours, because people understand when you can't have that, how much you miss it. And right. They yeah, some normalcy. Yeah. And I, if people have less disposable income going forward, then, you know, right. they're they're right. more thoughtful about where they spend that income. And the right. local independent restaurant that's been there, that's done good things for the community, I believe, has a huge advantage over the, you know, random chain that, you know. You know the money stays in the economy locally. the people know you, people know your team. you know it's just I think in a weird way, it could be really good for the those of you that have run your right. business well that yeah. have a good plan yeah. and are able to come out on the other side of this or I hope that's the case I agree mm. well, you are um, uh you're an inspiration, Joanna. I appreciate the time. very much we're so thankful never been more thankful than to serve the audience we serve as we are right now because the stories that are coming out of this the way you all look at this the decisions you're making that are you know sometimes tough personally but good for staff good for the community just you know it's very inspiring and we uh we hope that on the other side of this y'all are better stronger wiser and um Gosh, you know, hopefully we'll get a vaccine Thanks, or well. something for this so we don't, you know. But, hey, maybe this well, is, uh, hopefully this isn't prep for something even worse down the road one day. But, right. You know, let's,
1: and, yeah, and, let's and, hope not. Um, you know. I, I also want to thank you for just, again, the service that Schedule Fi has provided for us during this time. It's the, it's the easiest and uh, the best way for us all to stay in touch, and it has been really utilized. Oh, good. It's, great it's just a great
0: tool as always never thought of schedule fly being something that may be helpful for uh mental health but actually we've been talking about that now because when people are isolated like that they need to feel connection and so um if you you know if you've lost your job or you've been furloughed in your home and you you know you miss your team i i never you know never in a million years where i've thought well maybe it'll help people just with mental health one day but i really think that's one of the big benefits right now Yeah, it's a great way to keep it
1: keep it going
0: well, good. Well, uh, if that's our small part, I'll take it because we're we're really proud to serve you all. We're thankful to serve you all. And as you know, if you ever need anything, you know where I am. Thank, um, you, Will. Do Thank me a, you. Do me a favor when you have a chance. No yeah. rush. But um, go to our uh, Instagram page. You'll see that I'm throwing up uh, selfie pics of everybody that we're interviewing. So when you uh-huh. have a chance, uh, shoot me something over and um, we'll put it up there when we post your episode up. Okay. Quarantine selfies. (laughs) If you got some of those socks, throw throw those socks. I remember you have, I think you sent me a picture of some socks one time. Maybe put those on or something. Those fly socks if you still got them laying around.
1: Okay, cool. And will you send me the link for the the Save the Restaurant?
0: I will. Yes. Thank you. Right away. Absolutely. Good to talk to you. Thanks.
1: Thanks.
0: You too. Take, Take care. Stay safe. You too. See you, Joanna. Bye. Bye.